Hello, and welcome back to Healing Waves podcast, where we dive into the connection between emotional upbringing and physical and mental well-being and how we can heal our mind, body, and soul holistically. I am your host, Amy Zhang, and this is episode 23. I hope everyone had an amazing New Year's and got to celebrate with loved ones and really just reflect on 2023. I'll be honest, 2023 was definitely a year of trials, tribulations, learning, healing, and a lot of hard lessons too. And for me personally, it was the year of alignment as well. And I was forced to really just release things that no longer served me. And it just goes to show that the universe has a way of forcing you out of situations that are no longer serving you, no matter how much you want to hold on to them. So as always, before we dive in, I like to remind everyone that the content in my podcast is not medical advice. I am not trying to get sued by any means. I am just sharing what's worked for me and what I believe we should be educated on in the first place to prevent chronic illness. And another thing I want to mention in every single one of these episodes regarding the topic of emotionally immature parents is that, yes, I love my parents. I appreciate everything that they have done for me over the years. And I understand that they worked really hard to ensure that my sister and I have a better life. And I will always have that love for them. But I am not responsible for actions that they have taken in their own life or for their emotions. And additionally, anything that I talk about on this topic is not to promote black sheep behavior by any means. Uh, I know I've often joked about being the black sheep in the family, but not in a negative way. Like I'm not putting all the blame on my parents for everything that has gone wrong in my life because there are things that are completely on me. And this is also not a pity party for me or for anyone else going through similar situations. You know, this is just me shining light on this topic because of how many traumatized adults we have in this world because of the environment they were raised in with emotionally immature parents. So in this episode, I wanted to bring up a few topics that I've seen on social media a lot lately, which are estrangement and narcissistic parents. I have been using the term emotionally immature parents in previous episodes, but I truly believe that narcissistic parents are emotionally immature parents as well, and there's just so much commonality between the two. So from what I've noticed, people tend to be estranged from their narcissistic parents or are working towards estrangement because they have tried every single thing to try and get through to them, but the parents just aren't budging. You know, they're not wanting to change. They don't want to take accountability for any of their actions and their words, uh, and they continue to point the finger to their kids. You know, no no matter what they say or do, it's always met with abuse. There's many perspectives of estrangement. And I think the word alone just gives off like a negative vibe. But I personally don't think estrangement is necessarily a bad thing. If it's freeing you from abuse and allowing you to heal and get you to where you want to be. Sometimes we think we've healed enough and we can go see our parents again for the holidays only to realize that when we are in the same space as them, 
there's just certain emotions and triggers that start to arise. And then we're reminded of how we felt growing up in that space. And that's not a good feeling. Like, I know I've had moments when I think I've done enough healing to, you know, take their abuse and have a slight hope that they have changed somehow. But I'm only reminded that they will never change. So I want to bring a new perspective to estrangement. Uh, When someone says that they are estranged from their parents, most of the time, the immediate reaction that's very common is, oh, but they're your parents. Why would you want to cut ties with them? Or you only have one mom or you only have one dad. Or how can you cut ties with someone who gave you life? Um, But what about me having only one of me? I feel like individuals who have never experienced abuse or having narcissistic, emotionally immature parents, they don't know what it's like to have to grow up in that environment, you know, to not experience that love and emotional presence from their parents and to have to figure out life on their own and have to walk on eggshells around the people who should be caring for them and teaching them how to regulate their emotions. So no, I I really don't think estrangement is a bad thing if it is freeing you from that negativity, that low energy environment and those triggers, and you can start to heal those wounds at a pace that is far faster than keeping them in your life. Let me tell you from experience, it's really, really hard to heal when you constantly have narcissistic parents projecting their insecurities onto you. You know, they will make you feel like you're doing the wrong thing by healing and breaking those toxic habits that they have when in reality you're healing generational trauma. And by healing, you are standing firm in that all the toxicity stops with you. So I think the question should really be, okay, what events in your life ultimately led you to believe that estrangement was the only option in order for you to heal? And here's another thing. Narcissistic parents are emotionally lazy. There is a level of emotional labor that comes with raising kids. But to narcissistic parents, them giving birth to you was already this huge favor uh, that they did for you. So now... They think that you owe them for the rest of your life. And I think this is why my parents didn't teach me many things because they expected me to know them already. Like, for example, putting money into a high yield savings account, teaching me about finances, teaching me about my health, regulating my emotions, etc. These are things that I had to learn all by myself. I was really scrappy. And, you know, when I was chronically ill, I really had to take my power back and, you know, connect with the natural path and get on the right path to healing while my parents really just sat there and watched me suffer. And I truly think that they thought that the school system would teach us these things. But if you know anything about the education system here in the United States, you know that they don't teach you shit that will actually help you in your life. And When narcissistic parents see that you're struggling in life, you're punished and you're viewed as incompetent. Like life isn't linear, nor is it perfect. You know, we're all bound to struggle in our lives and hard times will definitely hit. You know, you shouldn't be penalized or punished for it. 
I truly believe that when times are hard and we're struggling, we are actually teaching ourselves a lesson. And without it, we wouldn't have that experience or the growth. But to narcissistic parents, they will either try to control your life and decisions as much as possible uh, to try and maintain that control over you. Like they just have this obsession about control or they just don't teach you anything at all and they will abuse you for not knowing better, even when you weren't taught. Like there's never a middle ground here, you know, like they will give advice, but if you don't take that advice and if you don't agree with it, then they will make you feel guilty for not taking it and for not agreeing with them. So it's like either way, it's their way or it's no way. If you think differently than them, then you have a different perspective. Then you're automatically wrong because you're the child and they're the parent. And there's just so many things that's wrong with this. Like age is just a number. You know, just because you're older than someone does not mean that you're wiser And narcissistic parents will remain the same, but they expect you to change and conform to their liking. I have definitely seen parents who give their children their take on things, but also let them know that, hey, it's okay if they don't want to take that advice or if they don't see things the same way. And that's how I think it should be. You know, when your children are adults, They will have their own experiences. They will have their own perspectives and views on things that may be different because believe it or not, society changes over the years. And narcissistic parents will never want to accept that. And that puts them in this narrow-minded space where they basically just reject everything that doesn't fit into their view. So... I think children of narcissistic, emotionally immature parents, they do everything they can to avoid being a burden, you know, to avoid punishment and guilt by trying to meet their parents' expectations with no support, like just to try to get their validation. And the thing is, even if we did meet those expectations, they will always come back and ask why we didn't meet this other invisible expectation that we were supposed to know about, like we were supposed to read their minds about it. It's just this never ending cycle and it gets so, so exhausting. So no matter what we do, it will always be met with criticism, gaslighting, abuse. And then they sit back and they wonder why we don't come around often. So with having emotionally immature parents who are also narcissistic, I think it's more important than ever to live a life that is true to yourself. Narcissistic parents, they hate the idea of authenticity. They don't like it when you decide to go against the grain, when you decide to stand up for yourself, for what you believe in. And most of all, they hate it when you decide to not live a life like theirs. Um, There's nothing wrong with healing yourself, doing the work, doing things that make you happy or pursuing your passions. And narcissistic parents will always have something to say if what you are doing is not going to fit their narrative of you. 
And here's the thing, that's like a whole different toxic cycle that gets so exhausting because you're doing all of these things. You're trying to get their approval. Um, They want you to do this. You try to do it, but you're not happy. They're not happy. And it's just this very toxic cycle of back and forth. And, And then they wonder why we decide that, okay, no more. Like we stand up for ourselves one day. We're like, okay, no more of this. Like I'm miserable. And then, and then they start to play the victim, you know, they will do anything to steer you away from what you're doing to, by trying to instill this fear into you. Like they will try to keep you from living your best life. And then they wonder why you aren't happy with their control. So my parents always believed that if you can't instantly make money from what you're creating, then you're a failure and you you need to stop and you need to get a corporate job. Um, I feel like this mindset alone holds so much lack. It is a lack mindset. And for so long, I carried that lack with me. Like I was a perfectionist. I beat myself up so much when I wasn't the best at something. And it took me years to finally see how much that lack mindset was eating at me and just causing me to see the rest of my life and the rest of this world in lack. Um, And that's the thing with emotionally immature parents who are also narcissists. They, They always have a lack mindset. Like nothing is ever good enough for them. They have to continue doing things that don't make them happy because they feel like that's the norm. And it's actually perfectly normal to not be an expert at something when you get started because you just got started, but that's a huge step. And that also doesn't mean that you can't be an expert later on, whether that's social media, uh, art, writing, music, et cetera. These things take time to learn and be able to create something beautiful. So instead of setting the bar so high for yourself at the beginning and have these expectations for yourself. Focus on having fun and being creative and allow your inner child to really just take the reins of this new project and this new hobby and just run with it. I feel like when we reach a certain age, like, you know, for me, I'm in my late 20s. We start to, we start playing the comparison game. We start comparing ourselves to other people who are, who seem like they're so much farther in life than we are. And, um, of course, comparison is the thief of joy. And I feel like when we grew up in that toxic environment as children and we, you know, we get to an age, we move out, then it becomes like, okay, this is just a whole new world and we're having to figure all things out. Like our parents didn't teach us, you know, any life skills really. And like, you're not behind at all. And it is not your fault. And I feel like everyone has their own path in this life. Um, you know, so of course, when you compare yourself to other people, and I am guilty of this as well. Um, and I made it a point in 2024 to not do this because we all have our own unique path and everything always works out in the end. I am a firm believer in that. And, you know, It doesn't matter whether you started at age five or six or you started at age 25. You know, I feel like everyone is capable of creating beautiful things and pursuing new hobbies. 
Um, and you never know, you might find like a hidden talent that you just never knew that you had because you never had access to try it. Um, you know, so when you think about, uh, artists like Taylor Swift, I am a huge Swifty here. (laughs) Um, her parents have always been so supportive of her. And she even talks about this too, you know, like her parents always told her that she was different and that she was going to be someone huge someday. And look where she is now, you know, and she's gone through a lot in her life, um, a ton of trials and tribulations, I'm sure where she could have just quit making music, but if she did, then we wouldn't have, you know, the albums that we do now, there would have never been Taylor's version of anything. Um, and her parents are at every single concert, you know, they're always there like dancing in the crowd. And that's how I believe that parents should be with no matter what you do, like whether you're starting a new hobby or a new passion project, like they should be cheering you on because that goes a long, long way, especially at kids. But even as adults too, I think like if my parents were, you know, to really shift their mindset and really see like, okay, like, you know, our oldest daughter is really happy doing this. You know, she's living out her passions. Like we're going to be more supportive. That goes a long way for me. Um, And I feel like, when you have supportive parents who, no matter what, even if they don't really agree with what you're doing, um, but they're still supportive, that goes a long way for your inner child because that's like giving your inner child validation. Like, okay, I am on the right path. But even without their validation or anything, because no, you, you definitely don't need their validation, especially if they're going to be narrow-minded and they're going to instill fear in you. You still have the power to create beautiful things. And the thing is with narcissistic parents, they will always have something to say. So essentially you might as well do whatever makes you happy because as long as you are happy and your inner child is happy, then who the fuck cares about their noise? You living in abundance and doing things that feed your soul and being creative is actually really triggering to them. And that is not your problem. Like, If something is triggering, that means that's an area that we need to show more love to. Like, yes, I still have triggers that I'm working on. Like, I think everyone does, really. But it's how you decide to face them head on and how you decide to show love to yourself. And the thing is, instead of nurturing that, narcissistic parents are the first ones to just sweep everything under the rug and hold things in. And that's what leads to these outbursts and insecurities that they project onto others. Not to mention like holding emotions in is what will cause chronic illnesses later on. Um, And I just believe that with narcissistic parents who are emotionally immature, they have an inner child that is screaming for their attention. But instead of turning inward, They will project onto anyone that is within distance. That's including their own children. So as children of emotionally immature, narcissistic parents, it is not our job to fix them or heal them. That is something that they will have to come to terms with if they ever do. You know, our job is to continue 
living an authentic life and being ourselves, not who they want or wish for us to be, what who we want us to be. And it can be really challenging to continue pursuing your hobbies when, you know, they're trying to instill this fear into you or they're all always trying to tear you down saying like, okay, this isn't good enough or, you know, they're giving unsolicited advice. And I think this is where a lot of individuals start to consider estrangement and how that process will look because the negativity that narcissistic parents bring it's so heavy. Like it is draining. It, it feels like it's draining the life out of you, you know, like if you know, you know, um, and how they act really affects everyone around them, but they don't care because their inner child is just craving that attention. So don't let this be you, you know, by attending to your inner child, living as your authentic self, as who you would want to be and not what they want you to be is a huge step and it's a very loud step too. It speaks volumes. It's kind of like setting a boundary for them to see that, okay, you are not going to continue um, to succumb to what they want you to be um, and you are going to continue being yourself and doing what you love, whether they like it or not. Um And the thing is, narcissistic parents, they hate boundaries more than anything. They, of course, don't like when you start to become someone that they aren't, but they just don't like it when you start to put boundaries in place to protect your peace. And I know I've dabbled a bit into boundaries in uh, many of these episodes so far, uh, but I never went like full force, like in depth. So stay tuned for a near future episode on that and just really how to set firm boundaries with emotionally immature and narcissistic parents. It's super, super important that we learn this skill. And if setting boundaries doesn't work or it hasn't been working and you feel like you have exhausted all of the other options um, and you're thinking about estrangement, please know that you are not a bad person. As adult children who come from narcissistic parents, it's really easy to feel guilt when we do anything that goes against the grain. And it really does take some practice to not feel this guilt and set those firm boundaries, you know, without a shaky voice. And the thing is, um, like, you know, I I come from uh, an immigrant family. My parents uh, came to America... Uh, from China. And in Asian culture, this is actually very common. You know, I feel like I've seen it too. I've seen a lot of disrespect from Asian parents to their children. And they think that you have to do a certain level of activities or you have to perform at a certain level to earn their respect. And I think it's complete bullshit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, I just think it's complete bullshit because respect doesn't see culture, you know? Like, I should not have to earn respect from my own parents, you know? And they always have this thing that says, oh, respect your elders, Um, you know, always do what they say. But if they're being disrespectful to me, like, no, I don't want to give that same love and attention back, you know, um, 
it's just, it's one of those things where like for that, I'm always going to go against the grain because you should not have to earn respect from your own parents. Um, and with setting boundaries, it's like a muscle that you have to continue to reinforce, um, to the point to where it doesn't feel like you're, you're doing something bad anymore because you aren't. Um, I know when I first started to really stand up for myself and stand up to my parents, um, it was so hard. Like, and honestly with anyone, I feel like when you grow up in that environment, and then, um, you know, you move on to the real world. It's really hard to stand up for yourself. I mean, you're, you end up people pleasing, you're a perfectionist, all of these things that I have had to heal and it's challenging. And then every time I've asked myself like, okay, where does this come from? Everything leads back to my childhood, you know, and everything just starts making sense too. Um, and if, your parents have something to say about you setting a boundary. That is completely on them. Remember that you are also a person, a human being who has a mind of your own, who has perspectives, viewpoints, and experiences that may differ from your parents, and that is okay. You are not a burden. You know, you don't owe your parents anything for being born. You being born is a result of their own decisions and actions, and that has nothing to do with you. So, Keep setting those boundaries. Be loud and firm in them and continue to do things that make you happy and excited about life. I know for me, it took me a while to really find what I was passionate about, what I really wanted to do. And there was a lot of lessons that have happened and um, events to where I'm like, okay, like no more. Like I'm no longer accepting the bare minimum. I'm no longer taking the punches of my emotionally immature parents, it's, it's challenging. You know, I feel like I could sit, I could sit here and say it's hard and stuff, but at the end of the day, we all have the ability to, to do hard things and to work through these challenges and to be the best person, um, that we can be. And you've got this. And I'm just so, so proud of how far you have come. All right. And that wraps up this podcast episode. I hope you have found all of these things helpful and relatable. If there is something on any of these topics that I talked about, or honestly, any topic you would like me to talk more about, whether it's holistic living, healing the inner child, uh, more, more episodes about narcissistic parents and how you can set firm boundaries, you can send me an email at healingwavespodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode, I would love to hear with from you uh, in the Q&As and the polls and how it was beneficial for you. This podcast is now available everywhere on all po podcast platforms. And I recently cleaned up my Instagram account too. So I am back on there and I'm also active on TikTok. So if you would like to see more content, follow me on both of those platforms and I will include my handles in the description of this podcast as well. And here's to an amazing 2024. I can just feel that this year is a transformative year and a year where we trust the process and we just truly walk in our purpose. I hope you had an amazing new year and I will see you in next week's episode.